You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. Welcome down to Saxon the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti. Pull up a stool in my nine-foot homemade oak bar and pour yourself a cold one. It's time for another White Sox simulated game. It's part of a full and complete 2020 simulated season. It's using MLB The Show 20 while we're down here at the Saxon the Basement studios. And it's presented to you by Cork and Carry at the Park, a Southside tradition. Get some great Cork and Carry at the Park grub right now with Grubhub or direct at CorkandCarryAtThePark.com. We've been doing this every day since opening day, and we're going to keep doing it as long as we have to. I'm really hoping MLB and the MLBPA can figure out how to bring us baseball, and I'm not going to be happy with 40 games. No matter what happens and when it comes back, if it comes back, when we get regular Major League Baseball, don't worry, we'll make sure we finish off this season for you, quickly, so we can get to the good stuff. But until then, Yasmani Grandal, oh, it'd been fun to watch him do that this year. I'm talking about a 285 average to this point, a 375 on base percentage, and a 608 slugging percentage for an OPS of 983. He holds the White Sox lead right now in home runs with 17. Two in front of Edwin Encarnacion, the other acquisition the White Sox made for their offense. He has 15. Meanwhile, there's some bad news. Nomar Mazzara didn't work out so well. A 195 average to this point with a 678 OPS, only five home runs, and that's through his first 133 official at-bats. That's the reason why Adam Engel has pretty much taken his job. Engel's got 112 at-bats now has matched him with five home runs, and is hitting 295 with an 889 OPS. It's just one of the many stories going on here in this season. And remember, you can get all the recaps and further breakdowns at SoxOn35th.com. Without further ado, the White Sox are riding high right now on a four-game win streak, and they're ready for Game 2 in Kansas City. We head out to Kauffman Stadium. Sox, Royals, next. Kaufman Stadium, Kansas City, 37 and 24 White Sox visiting the 25 and 36 Kansas City Royals game two of this series after the White Sox beat up on the Royals 11 to 4 in game one yesterday. Hello everybody, my name is Chris Lanuti from Sox in the Basement and Danny Duffy takes them out. We've seen him several times this season. He's 1 in 6 over 12 starts with a 5.09 ERA, 69 innings, 76 hits and 18 walks. It's a 1.36 whip. He also has 61 strikeouts. The lefty will face Tim Anderson first. T.A. hitting 335 after going 5 for 6 yesterday. And he's looking forward to taking it to the Royals right now. First pitch on the way. That is a strike on the outside corner. 0-1 the count. Duffy now comes back inside with a two-seamer. 0-2. Anderson sitting 0-2. Top of the first inning. He's the first batter. This one's down the third baseline. Fair ball. Going to roll out there, be scooped up quickly. Anderson's only going to get a single out of it, but he's got a base knock. And the leadoff man is on. He continues to go right after these Royals pitchers. He's red hot right now. He came to Kansas City for barbecue and base hits. Nick Madrigal steps in, hitting 231. First pitch low and inside, 1-0 the count. Madrigal's got one home run and 12 RBIs, a 651 OPS. Throw over now to first base, 1-0 the count. 
Swung on and popped up in the shallow center field. Underneath it, the play will be made. One gone here in the top of the first inning. Jose Abreu is hitting 265, 11 homers, 41 RBIs, hitting a 487 slugging percentage. Steps in right now against Danny Duffy. One gone here in the top of the first with Anderson on first base. One of the leaders in the American League in stolen bases. This pitch fouled off down the first base line. 0-1 the count. Duffy checks the runner. The pitch on the way. High four-seam fastball misses one and one. Kenny Jansen's going to be our home plate umpire today. We've seen him a couple times before. Runner's going to go. Throw comes down from Sal Perez. He is out at second base. Anderson caught, and it's a rarity they get him. He's been stealing at 85% of the season, but he's gunned down there by Sal Perez here in the first inning. Two gone here on the top of the first now for Abreu, who has a 2-1 count. The pitch from Duffy, low and inside, misses 3-1. Mancada's on deck, hitting 318 with 10 homers and 35 ribbies. The 3-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. Count goes full. White Sox took it to the Royals last night, even though they had a bad first inning, leaving three men stranded on base. They came back the next inning, They didn't strand anybody. Payoff pitch with two outs here in the top of the first. Swung on and fouled off a four-seamer inside. Count remains three and two. Into the wind and the pitch. Check swing. They're going to say he went. Abreu can't believe it. He thought he checked it up. Duffy faces the minimum after a single by Anderson. He's thrown out at second. We go to the bottom of the first with no score. Dallas Keuchel, 12 starts, 5-2 record. 4.41 4.41 ERA over 65 and a third innings. He's given up 66 hits. With the 25 free passes, it's a 1.39 whip. He also has 62 strikeouts. He struggled his last time out for the White Sox. Was not able to go very deep in that game and was frustrated with himself. He's had a couple of off starts and is looking to right the ship. And he'll start with Eldoberto Mondesi hitting 242. The switch hitters on the right side against the lefty Keiko in the first pitch. Swung on and sent out into right field. Engel comes over underneath it. He'll make the play. One gone with one pitch here in the bottom of the first inning. Behind the plate today is James McCann. He'll get the start over Yasmani Grandal. Then going around the horn, you got Abreu at first. Encarnacion's the DH. Second base is Madrigal. Short is Anderson. Third is Moncada. Left Jimenez. Center is Robert. And in right field, Adam Engel. Alex Gordon steps in. Ten homers so far on the season. He's hitting 264. Hit the ball hard yesterday against the White Sox. Keiko gets a changeup on the outside corner. 0-1 the count. White Sox sitting in second place in the AL Central. Once again, all alone as the Indians have fallen back a game or two. 37-24. Chasing the Minnesota Twins. It's been like that all year long. Keuchel into the line to the lefty. That one's in the dirt, one and one. In 10 games, the White Sox have won six against the Twins. But they have basically sat somewhere between two and four games back for most of this season. 2-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and sent out to center field. That's a base hit. Jimenez will cut it off before it gets to Robert and send it into second base. With one out, we got a runner on. And we'll have to deal with Gordon at first base. And Whit Merrifield comes to the plate. Now Merrifield has struggled with the White Sox this year. 
He's their number three hitter in their lineup all the time. He's got eight home runs and 32 RBI. He's in that spot because he hits pretty well. Although right now he's hitting 224. So he struggled this year, but he struggled even worse against the White Sox. Runner's going to go right away. It's a hit and run. Ball sent out into right center field. Trailing back is Robert. He'll make the play. Gordon chugging back to first. will get there in time. They tried a hit and run yesterday with Gordon. It went for a foul ball. They never tried again. They try it tonight right away with Merrifield, and he flies out. Solaire's up now, hitting 256. He's got 11 homers and 26 RBIs. The four-hitter for the Royals. He's had some pretty good games against the White Sox to date. Sometimes you see a guy like Merrifield struggling, and the manager wants to give him a break, wants to find something to get things going, and he goes, well, we'll hit and run with a very slow runner on first base. We'll try to get things moving out there kind of force him to go out after a pitch maybe he doesn't like try to make solid contact one and one now the count foul ball goes back behind the backstop one and two one two count two outs bottom of the first no score in this game swing and a miss on a four seamer Keuchel sits him down a solid inning starts off the game for Dallas Keuchel he allowed a hit but nobody got further than first base and after one there's no score here in KC you're listening to Sacks in the Basement 2020 simulated season. And Yohan Mankata comes to the plate hitting 318 with 10 homers, batting on the right side against the lefty Duffy here in the top of the second inning. First pitch popped up. Shallow center field. Can of corn. And Mankata goes down after seeing one pitch. 13 so far for Duffy after that one. Both starting pitchers were efficient in the first inning. Both gave up a single, and that was it. Jimenez is hitting 262, 14 homers, 39 RBI. He'll stand in against the lefty. The first pitch on the way. Inside four, Seymour taken for a strike, 0 1 the count. He was 0 for 4 last night during the hit parade. He did have a walk. But you got to be frustrated when you see your teammates get 16 hits and you get none. Check swing on a high four-seamer inside. He held up enough. One and one the count. That was at 93 miles an hour from Duffy. Who is working quickly. Checks the sign. Goes into the wind. The pitch on the way. Low and outside changeup. One and two. Remember, post-game analysis, a wrap-up, box scores, all that good stuff at SoxOn35th.com. We appreciate this partnership. We hoped it wouldn't go on this long. I want a baseball back, but I'm starting to get more and more convinced these guys aren't going to work this out as this one's fouled down the first baseline. Most recent thing is that owners said we want an 82-game schedule, but we want you to take a more of a pay cut. Players are like, nope, we're not doing that. How about a 114-game schedule? Inside slider misses two and two. Clearly, they're like, we're just going to negotiate by asking for the exact opposite. The owners got angry. Reportedly a testy exchange reported by The Athletic between baseball and the Players Association in which it was possible, it's been implied, that MLB threatened the players with a clause in the March agreement that they can start baseball whenever they want to as long as they pay them full payment for those games. So they'll just have a 40-game schedule with an empty stadium. I think everybody loses there. Ground ball over to first base. Knocked down, and Jimenez is thrown out. 
and a 3-1 putout as Duffy comes over and covers first base. Two gone here on the top of the second inning. 40 games would be terrible. It would erase the legitimacy of any team winning the World Series, in my opinion. Like, I'd be excited if the Sox won a 40-game World Series. But it'd be tough. It'd be tough to sit around and talk about it. You know, you'd let the flag fly. You'd celebrate it. It'd be fun. But you'd really be itching for that other World Series to prove the team was that good and didn't get lucky. One and one the count. Like, I'm going to celebrate it. Like, I'm going to be into the season. Don't get me wrong. I imagine it'll be intense. Teams that were in rebuilds could get hot. You could see a team like the Pirates make the playoffs. You can see the Royals challenge for that amount of time. Everybody could be in. 2-1 the count now to Encarnacion hitting 267. Two outs here on the top of the second inning. But I really want that 82 games, man. I want that half a season. Just a game over a half a season. I hate the fact I won't be able to go to the ball game. Uh, that's got to be no fun. Baseball's got a real problem. they got to figure out how they're going to move forward here in the coming years. 3-1 and one the count. Pitch on the outside corner. Misses a slider. Encarnacion down to first base. So with two outs, the free pass. Edwin, the second White Sox player to make it to first. And James McCann comes up in the seventh spot, hitting 296 with three homers and seven RBIs as the backup catcher this year. Here's a guy that wants to play. You know, he looks at his career. He's like, I want to go out there and have a better year. Down the first baseline, fair ball. Encarnacion is on his way over to third. It rolls around in the corner. Any other faster runner would have scored on that as Encarnacion standing at third as it comes in on the relay throw. McCann has a double with two outs. The White Sox get the walk and the two-bagger, and they've got runners in scoring position for Adam Engel. Angle down the eighth spot today. Hitting 295 with five homers and 14 RBIs. An OPS of 889. Takes a strike, low and outside on the corner. 0-1 the count. Royals fans excited. You can hear them. They do cheer their team, that's for sure. The 0-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled off. He's quickly in the hole 0-2 as that went behind the catcher and into the stands. McCann at second, and Carnesian at third. Swung on and missed a four-seamer in on the hands. He went down on three pitches. Duffy attacked and got him. Midway through to second, still no score. Hunter Dozier, the big third baseman, hitting 265, the right-hander. Has 12 homers and 32 RBIs, an OPS of 838. He's a good ball player. Dallas Keuchel. Goes into the wind immediately to McCann. On the inside corner, he misses 1-0 the count. There's a shift down with Abreu at second and Madrigal on the other side of second base. Mancada hugging the line down the third base line. The 1-0 pitch, low and inside, 2-0. That was an 87-mile-an-hour two-seamer. White Sox just three here in Kansas City, then back home for Detroit this weekend. Outside, four-seam fastball, swung on and missed. Earlier today in day baseball, Cleveland defeated Boston 11-4. Notable, as they're in this three-team race atop the AL Central right now. Also in Texas, they had day baseball. The Angels won 11-2 over the Rangers. 
3-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled off down the third baseline, deep into the stands. Count is full. Seattle just finished a day game as well, losing 5-1 to New York in Seattle. Two-seamer fouled off down the line, 3-2 and the count. On a Wednesday, it's getaway for some teams. For others, they're right in the middle of their series. A low two-seam fastball misses, and Keiko walks his first of the game, the leadoff walk. The dreaded leadoff walk to Hunter Dozier, and here comes Sal Perez, who hit a monstrous shot. 480-some feet last night. That is the biggest home run, with the exception maybe of the one that Luis Robert hit off the fan deck, the kid zone, opening weekend that we've seen. And I don't know what the tape was on that one. It's possible Perez broke that. 1-0 the count now as he misses inside. Keuchel, hands on his hips, disgusted. A very efficient first inning. Now he's walked the leadoff guy on a full count, and he's 1-0 to sell Perez. Sitting 258 in the season. The pitch on the way. Sent down the third baseline foul into the camera well. Arizona has just finished the game against Colorado. 7-6 winners, and the Nationals won at home against Milwaukee. Sent out to right field. Angle's going to go back a few steps, turn around. He'll make that catch. Runner will hold. One gone here in the bottom of the second inning. Michael Franco sitting 237. Seven dingers, 22 RBIs. They're tied up in Miami right now early in their game. 1-1, Phillies versus the Marlins. Right here, there's no score and a runner on first with one out in the bottom of the second. The lefty Keuchel to the righty Franco. The pitch on the way. Inside, two seamer misses. 1-0 the count. Next offering, inside pitch. Jam shot out in the center field. Roberts going to get it and throw in quickly. Madrigal fields it. Runner will hold. That ball was dropping fast. Luis Robert made that look easy. He makes such a difference defensively for this team. Out in center field. Ryan O'Hearn comes to the plate, hitting only 208. The first baseman is a lefty. He's got two outs and a runner on first. Here's the pitch. Outside fastball misses 1-0 the count. The Mets leading the asterisks 5-0 in New York right now. The 1-0 pitch. Hits the outside corner for a strike. One and one the count. And Baltimore leading the Cubs in Chicago one nothing early. Swung on and missed a slider outside, tailing away one and two is the count to O'Hearn. 80 mile an hour slider there by Keuchel. Started off on the inside portion and tailed off. Still caught the strike zone. It was a wise swing by O'Hearn. He just didn't get it. McCann sets up outside. The slider is too far out. The count is even at two. Two outs here in the bottom of the second inning. Dallas Keuchel sitting on 26 pitches. Would like to get him now. Swung on and missed the slider low. He came back inside but dropped it below the zone. Swung over the top of it. That's a strikeout. End of two. No score here in KC. Top of the third inning. And it is the Family Waterproofing Solutions third inning. 
as Luis Robert, the nine hitter, hitting 214, stands in the box. Robert had a nice week or so. He's had a few days off, a little worn out. Seemed to taper off there on the back half of that Minnesota Twins series. Played very good defense, but the hit streak was definitely gone. The, the way he was rolling at the plate was gone. It was wise to sit him down there for an extra day. Gave him two days off coming out of that series. Now he's back in the starting lineup, and he's 1-1 one one on a changeup inside. Danny Duffy, 29 pitches through the first two innings. Delivers. Swung on and sent on a chopper over to short. It's going to be a close play with Robert Speed. He just got him. Mondesi took his time on that and almost paid for it. As Robert almost had the infield hit. He is fast down the line. T.A. comes up now. One for one with a single in the first. He's hitting 333. Five for six yesterday. Three singles, two doubles. He has a single in this game. Was thrown out stealing second. First pitch ripped at second base, a line drive plucked out of the air. Quick out there, there's two gone in the top of the third. Remember, family waterproofing solutions located in Evergreen Park. Services pretty much all of northern Illinois, except for a few counties that are on the outskirts, way out by the Iowa border and all of northwest Indiana. And they will diagnose over video feed, if you would like them to do that, for the safety of you and yours. They also donate a part of the proceeds to veteran and first responder organizations. They're veteran-owned, female-owned, and family-owned. Good people doing good work out there. All you have to do is go online and see all the testimonials. People love them. As Nick Mandrigal fouls that one back, one and one the count, batting in the two spot today. And remember, there's Socks in the Basement deals. Mention Socks in the Basement. They've got all kinds of good stuff. On certain days, you can get like 20% off on your service. That's insane. Two-for-one offers. Give them a call. They'll tell you what they can do for you. An outside four-seamer misses two-and-one the count. It's going to be a wet June. Farmer's Almanac says so. Might as well get whatever problems you think you might have or know you have taken care of. The pitch to Mandrigal high and tight. He backs out as his face was almost mush. He's talking to himself, getting back in. 3-1 the count. He did not like that Duffy came in at his face there. Perez sets up inside, and Madrigal goes with it. Sends it out into left center field, tailing back. A nice play made at the wall. It just hung up there a little too long. They had a double written all over it. Midway through to third, though, no score. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today 
at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. The Kansas City Royals rank at about 13th or 14th in every offensive category. On-base percentage slugging runs per game. They're averaging 3.87 there. They're 10th in the league in stolen bases with 34 and 11th in home runs at 78. That's in the American League. The White Sox rank in the top five in all of those categories and are markedly better. Brett Phillips is hitting 195. He hates the White Sox. We make him look silly. We've talked about him a lot here as Keuchel throws one outside for ball one. They put a shift on for him. Yohan Moncada's over at short. Mandrigal's in shallow right with Anderson on the other side of second. An outside slider misses 2-0. I don't get the shift if you're going to pitch him outside. You're almost begging him to go with the pitch and put it down the line where there's nobody at. It's a frustrating thing for me to watch when the team shifts this way. McCann sets up outside again to the lefty. Pitch comes inside, 3-0. Keuchel walked the leadoff guy last inning. He was a much better player than this Phillips guy. Into the wind, the delivery. The strike down the middle on a slider, 3-1. Top of the order, Mondesi standing on deck. Dallas Keuchel needed 27 pitches through the first two innings. He's 3-1 now to Phillips here, the first batter of the third for the Royals. Swung on and missed a two-seamer on the outer corner. Fouled off down the third base line, 3-2, the count is full. Keuchel shakes off the sign into the wind. He gets in the foul off a two-seamer at the knees. Count is full. No outs, bottom of the third, no score in this game. It was a hit parade last night for the White Sox. This ball is jettisoned out in the center field. That's a base hit. Jimenez cuts off Robert again. He did that earlier on another base hit. Robert plays deep. And Aloy will generally go get those unless it's straight up the middle. Runner on first. No outs, bottom of the third. Aldoberto Mondesi flew out in the first inning. He's 0 for 1. First pitch right down the middle for a strike. 0 and 1 the count. Keuchel's led on the leadoff guy the last two innings. It was a walk last time. But the runner did not advance past first. A high four-seamer misses. 1 and 1 the count. Mondesi has four triples in the American League. That's first place. Keuchel checks the runner at first. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. A two-seamer low and outside. One and two. Modesty went into a crouch to try to go down and get that one. It was to no avail. Keuchel kept it well outside. It was outside the zone as well. He fooled him. One and two the count here with no outs in the bottom of the third. Phillips with a moderate lead. Keuchel checks and he takes a step back to first. Now a low two-seamer quickly to the plate. Misses two and two. The next offering, swung on and missed a two-seamer low. Third strikeout for Keuchel. McCann points right at him afterwards, nods his head in approval. One gone here in the bottom of the third, and Alex Gordon's up. He's got a single in the first inning. Almost completely up the middle, on the fly. I guess it went to the left field side of second base and landed in front of Jimenez. Inside for Seamer, taken for a strike, 0-2 the count. He got the corner of the plate there. 
In his last eight games, Gordon's on a tear hitting 353. That's 12 for 34. The lefty is an odd stance. As a pitch that I thought was strike three, and so did Keuchel, goes for ball one. High and inside, one and two the count. He has his feet kind of bow-legged. His legs are bow-legged and his feet are pointing in two different directions. It's not what you normally teach a kid in Little League. Ground ball to Mankata off the glove. He's going to have a hard time getting it over to first. He will not get him. That's got to be an error. They're going to call it a base hit. He took it on the one hop right into the glove, and it goes off the glove and falls in front of him. He spins around and can't see it right away. Now both runners going as this one has popped up. Again, with Merrifield up, they start the runners in motion. They did this last time. They did it last night. We've seen this many times with him at the plate. Two-seamer fouled off 0-2 the count. The Royals trying to get their big number three hitter going by putting runners in motion. They're trying to find anything that will open up a hole right now. 0-2 the count, one out. Bomb in the third, runners at first and second. Keuchel delivers, swung on and missed. He got him on three pitches. But that's clearly what's going on. You have a slumping Whit Merrifield in the three-hole. We saw him do it last night. They put Gordon in motion. And now both times in this game with runners on, they put the runners in motion. Solaire comes up, 0 for 1 with two on and two out here in the bottom of the third. Keuchel checks the runner at second, Phillips, and delivers. A high two-seam fastball misses, 1-0 the count. The walk put the first runner on. What I believe to be an error by Mancata put the other one on, even though the official scorer said it was a base hit. 47 pitches now for Keuchel here in the third. Swung on and chopped over to second. Mandrigal makes the play. Light toss over to first. He got him. Sacks through that inning and through three. We've got no score. Chicago coming up again here in the top of the fourth. Jose Abreu to the plate. Cork and Carey at the park has good food. Check them out. Support them. Take care of a great Southside business and a tradition. Grubhub or direct at Cork and Carey at the park.com. Pull pork nachos, award-winning burgers, dogs, great appetizers, you name it, they got it. Pitch hits the outside corner for a strike against Abreu. 0-1 the count. Starting off the top of the fourth. Danny Duffy comes into the inning with 38 pitches, now at 39. The lefty into the wind. Inside slider misses, 1-1 one one the count. Abreu wiggles the bat over the plate. Now he's set. The pitch inside swung on and missed. Over his hands, that would have been a ball. He got tied up. Perez was setting up inside there. Duffy put it high and nowhere in the zone. Abreu still swung, 1-2 the count. The pitch on the way. Inside slider misses two and two now. Top of the fourth. No outs. 2-2 count to Abreu. Swung on and sent out into left center field. This ball is going to stay in the ballpark but be deep. It'll be caught in center. And there's one gone. Here comes Moncada. He popped out in the second inning on the first pitch that he saw. He's 0 for 1. Average down to 317 after spending pretty much the entire season above 330. Except for that 0 and 15 start at the beginning of the season. 
Seems like a long time ago. Batting righty, he puts this one in the right field for a base hit immediately. He's seen two pitches. He's one for two on the day, standing at first base. Duffy tried to go low and in on him. Mankata dropped the bat down, went with the pitch, and just sent it out in the right field. And here's Aloy Jimenez, 0 for 1 with a ground out in the second, 0 for 5 in the series with a walk. A low two-seamer below the knees goes for ball one. Mankata's got pretty good speed over at first. Sal Perez has a pretty good arm. He threw out Tim Anderson earlier in this game. The 1-0 pitch on the way. Misses outside on a changeup 2-0. Jimenez like a statue up there. Very light bat movement as the pitch comes. Swings and misses at a four-seamer high and away. 2-1. We've seen him do that. A lot. I would say Jimenez, one of his weaknesses is the pitch that's about letter high that's outside. He wants to go for that. And he does not make contact very often. The 2-1 pitch. Low and tight for a strike in the zone. 2-2 two two the count. With Mankata on first base. Duffy checks the runner and delivers. Swung on and sent out into center field. That's a base hit. Mankata turns and heads for third. There's a throw coming in. He is safe. Throw is offline from Phillips, the center fielder. Trailing behind him was Jimenez when they went for Mankata. He's on second with a double. And there's two out and one out for Edwin Encarnacion, and they're going to walk him. Intentional walk being called for against Edwin Encarnacion. The sixth hitter on the team, they don't want anything to do with him. They're going to walk the bases loaded. They know they don't have a lot of speed over there at first, and they might be able to get a double play, and James McCann comes to the plate. One for one with a double in the second inning. And McCann has a golden opportunity here with the bases loaded, and one out in the top of the fourth inning to get something done. Duffy in the line delivers. Pitch number 50 for him is a curveball low and away for ball one. McCann's only hitting 187 with runners in scoring position. He also, though, has not played a lot of games this year compared to last year. Sacks packed with socks, the pitch. Low, change up 2-0. When a team intentionally walks a player to load the bases, you might be thinking strategy in a perfect world. Well, we could get the double play. We'd rather pitch to this guy, but you also put pressure on the pitcher. He's got to be perfect now. This ball is lifted down the first baseline and into the stands, 2-1. Because now the pitcher can't walk him. He can't make that mistake. And he might find himself aiming. 2-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and rifle in the right field. That's a base hit. Jimenez is coming around third. He's the trailing runner. He will score behind Moncada. The White Sox have a 2-0 lead on a single from James McCann in the right field. Moncada and Jimenez exchange pleasantries at home plate and head into the dugout with the White Sox now leading. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Jimenez might be out there, but for some reason, Duffy... Cuts off the throw coming into Perez. It looks like it was on line just to turn and throw it. Perez might have had a play on him if that ball's allowed to continue all the way to him. If I'm the Royals announcer, I'm talking about that right now on my broadcast. Adam Ingles up. He's 0 for 1 with a strike on the second inning. Struck out on three pitches with two on. He's 1 0 on the count as that one misses high and tight. Encarnacion at second, McCann at first. A low outside changeup misses 2-0. 
He's hitting 310 with runners in scoring position. Although you really have to get that ball out there and into a gap for Encarnacion to do anything except go station to station. He is not a fast runner. 2-0 count, the pitch on the way. Hits the outside corner with a 94-mile-an-hour four-seam fastball, 2-1. Duffy takes the hat off and adjusts it back onto his head. Angle awaits the pitch here in the right-handed batter's box. Inside, four-seamer misses 3-1. Roberts on deck. Sox in the second inning. Last night, got two runs on a double from Abreu and then two runs on a single from Moncada after the bases had been loaded before their two at-bats. They got the bases loaded here with one out, and you get the two-run single. Angle fouls this one back, three and two. The count is full now. Runners on first and second, not a lot of speed. The pitch on the way. Swung on and sent back out in the right field. He went with it. He's going to advance everybody 90 feet. Encarnacion is not going home. Soler with a dart into the infield. Came up throwing. Bases are loaded again. And Robert comes to the plate. Now you got speed on first and speed at the plate. A double play is going to be hard to turn. It's not an automatic. With one out, an outside four-seamer hits the corner, 0-1. That was low and outside. He grounded out in the third inning. He's hitting 213. But over the last couple of weeks, he's been far more respectable at the plate. The pitch. Low and inside, a changeup, 1-1. One one. We've also seen Robert be patient enough in these bases-loaded situations. He has two runs that have come in this season in which he took a bases-loaded walk. Early in the season, he swung at everything trying to be the hero. He's become much more patient at the plate. Swings and misses at a curveball right down the middle. He was out in front of it. One and two the count. 24 pitches now for Duffy. 14 for strikes. 62 pitches on the game. The one-two pitch to Robert. Swung on and a slow chap down the line. It's almost like a bunt. Robert Duffy instead goes home and gets Encarnacion. And he gets him on the force out by a hair. There was no way they were getting Robert at first. Duffy wisely gets the ball and backhands it to his catcher out of desperation. Encarnacion was already into his slide as the ball was caught, but it's a force out there because the bases are loaded. And he's out by a hair. Replay shows him out, too. Here's Timmy Anderson, one for two. He's 0-1 in the count right away to Duffy. Base is loaded. Next pitch down the third baseline. Going to be a tough play, but they're going to get McCann at home. They force out two players at the plate. The Kansas City defense would not let the White Sox pass, but that was after we got two, and we're midway through the fourth. 2-0 White Sox here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Hunter Dozier got that ball behind third base to end the last inning. He was on his knees and probably didn't feel he was going to get to angle, so he throws out McCann as he gets to one foot down the line. It's a force-out play, so it's just like throwing out somebody trying to run the first. That's the shortest throw he had, and he made it right on the money. Brown ball now over to short. Anderson's going to field it easily and toss it over for the first out. One gone here in the bottom of the fourth. 
50 pitches as of this moment for Keiko with one out in the bottom of the fourth inning and a 2-0 lead. And Sal Perez comes to the plate 0-for-1 in this game. So the Sox got two. But with the bases loaded and one out, two plays at the plate for the force out. Prevented them from getting any more. Outside pitch misses, 1-0 the count. 11 doubles so far for Sal Perez that puts him third on the Royals. The White Sox lead the entire major leagues in doubles as a team. Change up on the outside corner, misses 2-0. Pico goes quickly in the line. McCann sets up inside, and they get the call on a two-seamer on the inside corner. Nicely done. 2-1 and one the count, one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Keuchel into the line, delivers. A strike down the middle on a changeup. Perez laid off it completely. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Twins up 9-0 over Tampa Bay at home in Minneapolis. They're going to be tough to catch this year no matter how many times we beat them. Because nobody else can. This ball's fouled down the line. Count is even at two. And they're not just beating teams. They're annihilating them. 2-2 two, two count. High two-seamer misses. Three and two. The count is full with Franco, the DH, on deck. Swing and a miss. Keiko gets him. Change up low. He was out in front of it. Fifth strikeout for Dallas. Two gone here in the bottom of the fourth inning. So here's Franco. He lined out in the second inning. Seven homers and 22 RBIs to go with his 236 average. The ball inside. One to know the count. Man, you look at what the Twins are doing. They just beat teams up. We played them pretty close in two of those games. The first two of the series about a week and a half ago in Minnesota. Then they beat us up for two games. But then we were able to take it to them in Chicago, sweeping them. We took two out of three earlier in the season in Chicago. So right now against the Twins, when they come to our house, we won five out of six with two shutouts of the most dangerous offense in baseball. Ground ball over to second base. Mandrigal kicks it. Gets it up, though, quickly, and is still going to throw him out. He booted that ball in front of him, but he stayed with it. Picked it up and threw him out at first base. A 1-2-3 inning for Dallas Keuchel, and after four, we lead 2-0 here in KC. Nick Mandrigal's 0-2 with two flyouts here in the DP3 Tech fifth inning. He will lead off in the two spot as Danny Duffy has 65 pitches through the first four innings, and now we're in the top of the fifth. And a low changeup misses 1-0 the count. 2-0 sacks. They have their two runs on six hits. The Royals have three hits and no runs have crossed the plate. 1-0 now to Mandrigal on a low pitch. Next one on the way. Misses outside. A curveball, 2-0. Imagine being in Kansas City, and you got to talk to somebody, let's say, in Chicago. And you want to brag because you're sitting there having some some jack stack ribs one of these other great places they have out here in Kansas City they got ribs out here I'm telling you right now you can donate my body to science or you can just donate it to jack stack make me into some delicious ribs when this is all said and done a base hit in the left field for Mandrigal right there drops in front of the outfielder solid hit ball out in the left over the head of the shortstop Mondesi he's on with a single good speed on board Let's say you want to do that and you're working. You want to show off your ribs. One button. DP3 Tech can set that up for you. One button. Show whatever you want to show in your business. 
They'll migrate your systems over to be part of their cloud-based service that they team with Microsoft to create. It's a new way to do business with people spread out all over the place. You might have staggered work hours. Who comes in one day may not be there the next. And that might be the reality for a while now. DP3 Tech understands that. Get a free estimate. Details coming up midway through the fifth inning. Jose Abreu's 0 for 2. Duffy's about to throw his 70th pitch. And the count is 0-1. Swung on and rifled out in the right field. That's going to go right into Soler's glove. Mandrigal holds it first. Abreu's 0 for 3, and there's one out here in the top of the fifth inning. Mancada's 1 for 2 in this game. He has swung at the first pitch to both times that he's been up. He's got a pop out, and he's got a base hit. He does not swing at that one, and inside four, Seamer want to know the count. Six for 28 against Duffy with nine strikeouts. Duffy checks the runner, Madrigal. Looks in for the sign, the pitch on the way. Madrigal takes off, and that's a hit down the first baseline, hooking just foul. If that falls fair, Madrigal scores. He was at second base when that ball hit the ground. Nice hit and run call there, just did not work out. One and one the count now. Next pitch sent out into center field, dropping quickly. That is not going to get down. It is caught in center. Mandrigal was standing in between the base paths, not sure where he was going to go. But he does get back to first. So far, Danny Duffy is topping out at 95 miles per hour. Keuchel only at 91. Interesting stat there thrown up on the board. Aloy Jimenez. One for two with a single and a run scored. Stands in as Duffy sits on pitch number 73. Here's 74. With two outs in the top of the fifth at the strike on the outside corner for Seamer. 0-1 the count. He has 39 RBI that puts him third on the White Sox. Batting in the five spot for the majority of the season. When the White Sox pushed him out of the four spot, he did hit less home runs. He's hit right off the hip there. And Jimenez... He's going on the first base. Actually, it looks like he turned around and got the meat of his backside right on the butt. So if you're going to get hit, I'll take that. Might be uncomfortable sitting down later for him, but a lot of padding there. Encarnacion was walked intentionally in the fourth inning. Now there's two on. And we've seen a few guys get hit in this series so far. Sox and Royals exchanged beanballs it didn't look like they were very intentional, but they happened yesterday. And now, the Royals hit Jimenez. Now, this one is sent over to second base. Easy ground ball. The throwout of Encarnacion at first ends the inning. Two got on. Nobody scored. Midway through the fifth, 2-0 White Sox. New challenges bring new technology. DP3 Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home-friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3 Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today, 312-896-2450, or email info at dp3tech.com. 
Ryan O'Hearn is 0 for 1 with a strikeout in the second inning. Hitting 207 with an on base percentage of only 286. The lefty stands in against Keichel, who has 61 pitches entering the bottom of the fifth. McCann sets up on the outside corner, first pitch right there and fouled off a changeup. 0 and 1 the count. He struck out three times yesterday, going 0 for 4 against the Sox. He's 0 for 1 now. Keichel in the line, the pitch. A strike right down the middle. Two seamer, 0 and 2 is the count. Yesterday, Giolito went 6, but there was no way he was going 7, even with a big lead. He had to throw 99 pitches through 6 innings. White Sox starters trying to get those pitch counts down so they can go deeper into games. 0 and 2, the count remains. That one's fouled off to the backstop. No outs here in the bottom of the fifth and a 2-0 lead for the White Sox. Inside two seamer misses. One and two now the count. Brett Phillips stands on deck. Keiko with the big wind and the kick. Ground ball over to second base. Anderson's actually going to cut it off as there was a shift on. He was behind second. Madrigal standing there with his glove and T.A. cuts right across in front of him playing second. And you can see him looking at and Madrigal going, I'm sorry, I got excited there, I think. They're both laughing about it. That's an out. Bomb of the fifth. One gone. Brett Phillips is up. One for one with a single in the third inning. Hitting below the Mendoza line. He almost hit a grand slam yesterday against this team. Change up low and away. Misses. 1-0 the count. He was a sixth round pick in the 2012 draft. Has made his way to the majors. The lefty stands in and the next pitch swung on and missed. The two-seamer away. One and one the count is even. Couple of White Sox shirts out here today. Although a lot of them look like the exact same people from yesterday. On weekday games, you almost kind of understand that it's going to be mostly transplants. Not a lot of people are traveling with the team or have the kind of job where they can just follow the team along in the middle of the week. That pitch misses low and in, 3-1 the count. 3-1 count. Keuchel into the wind with one out here in the bottom of the fifth. A strike on the outside corner. Two-seam fastball. Gets in there at 91 miles an hour. Count is 3-2. and two. He works quickly. Comes back at him. The payoff pitch grounded over to Mancata. He will throw over to first and will not get him. Phillips beat it down the line. Phillips beats that ball down the line. The ball was deep. And Mancata is playing on a slight shift over. So he has to run away from first base and get it behind the bag at third. He didn't hesitate. Phillips beat him by a hair. So an unlikely hit. And a runner on first now with one out in the bottom of the fifth instead of two gone and nobody on. And the top of the order for the Royals, Aldoberto Mondesi steps in. 0 for 2. Keiko checks the runner and delivers. Just misses on the inside with a changeup. 1-0 the count. Alex Gordon waits on deck. He's been hot for the Royals. He's gotten a couple of hits in this series. The attempt at the bunt fails. It's bunted foul. One and one the count. Mondesi is very quick. And Phillips clearly has some legs. He got down that line in a hurry. So a bunt wouldn't be out of the question here. A strike right above the knees on a changeup. One and two. Keuchel showing he's not afraid of the bunt. He did not throw that like he was trying to go inside on him or put it up high and try to induce the pop. An outside two-seamer at 87 miles an hour misses. 
two and two the count. Pounce even. Runner at first. Teichel takes his time, now delivers. Sent down the third baseline foul. Juan Moncada having a rough day at third today. It was called a base hit, but he had one go off his glove. And then Phillips beats out that throw. Not the norm we've seen from the third baseman is that's a swing and a miss at a changeup. He took something off it. Modesty way out in front of that pitch on the outer portion of the plate. Six strikeout for Keuchel and two gone. And here comes Alex Gordon. The lefty is two for two with two singles, which is surprising because he doesn't do very well against left-handed pitchers, at least compared to righties. He's hitting 271, though. He's one of the better hitters on this team this year. The 13-year veteran. He stands out there in left field. Originally, if I'm not mistaken, started as a third baseman before becoming an outfielder. 1-0 the count, the pitch on the way. Check swing, they said he went on the outside corner. 1-1, he spent his entire career here with this team, and he's sitting on 196 career home runs. The pitch from Keuchel. Popped it back, one and two now, with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Keuchel up to 81 pitches. Was probably feeling really good until that extra man got on. Now he'd like to just finish this off right here. Swung on and lifted shallow left field. Anderson's going to go back, actually, and make the catch. The inning is over. The White Sox have spread around four hits and a couple of walks. And after five, lead this game 2-0 in KC. Here comes James McCann up to the plate to lead off the top of the sixth inning. He's got a double, a single, and two RBI. He's two for two in this game, hitting 315 in his backup roll with a 526 slugging percentage. And against the lefty today, I think the idea was that Grandal has had some difficulty recently. He's not doing badly, but a little bit of difficulty. Meanwhile... McCann is 11 for 33 lifetime with three home runs against Duffy. And he hits another solid shot out in the left field for a base hit. So a line drive base hit falls in front of Gordon out and left. The leadoff man is on. So picking and choosing for who you want to have McCann come up against. He gets a lefty pitcher that he likes to eat for breakfast. You give Grandal a day off where he would have had to hit on the right side of the plate anyway, and he likes hitting from the left. More power there. They're going to come get Duffy now. So they let him pitch to McCann, which is weird. Like, they didn't know the stat that we just read. James McCann's been all over him. He'll be gone, and we will meet a brand-new pitcher here in Kansas City coming in. Jake Kalish comes in. We saw him last night. The lefty, 21 games underneath him. A 1-3 record, 47 and a third innings pitched in the ERA of 5.13. 36 strikeouts, the 21 walks. Righty's hitting 333 against him. Lefty's hitting 230. And the lefty will stand in against Adam Engel, the righty, who's 1-for-2 with a single in the fourth inning. I feel like the Royals don't look at anything that has to do with sabermetrics as an inside four-seamer goes for a strike. McCann clearly matched up against Duffy. And Engel is clearly better against lefties. And they bring in a lefty. We'll see if it pays off for him. No outs here on the top of the sixth inning with James McCann on first. The 0-1 pitch to Angle. Low and misses. 1-1 the count. 
Angles four for 14. It's a 284 average in his last four games. The 1-1 pitch. Inside changeup. Goes for a strike. One and two the count. Two nothing White Sox. Inside changeup misses. Two and two the count is even. You're listening to Sox in the Basement. The podcast for fans and by fans. Two years old now and looking forward to getting back to normal and talking about the White Sox on a regular basis. But until then, we're trying to give you something to listen to this summer. And we're having fun doing it. Luis Roberts hitting 212. He stands on deck as the sun is setting. Here on the top of the sixth. Payoff pitch on the way to angle. 3-2 count. Swung on and chopped lightly down the third base line. They're going to try for two. And he's going to pull his second baseman off the bag. A bad idea by Dozier. He will collect an error on that. E5 as he throws it high and wide. It almost went into the outfield. That would have been great. Everybody's safe. And Robert comes up now 0 for 2 with two ground outs and a chance to get things going here. Two on, no outs in the top of the sixth inning. The first pitch on the way. Swung on and lifted out gently into center field. Nobody's advancing on that one. He goes down on one pitch, and Luis Robert looking a lot more like the guy from two weeks ago and earlier in the season than that breakout we seem to be seeing. Hopefully this is just an abnormality. Tim Anderson's up now, one for three with a single in the first inning. Six for nine in this series so far with two doubles. He's got one out here on the top of the sixth. Good speed on first and angle. Very bad speed in McCann on second. An outside fastball misses. 1-0 the count. He's hitting 300 even right now with runners in scoring position. A long look back at second. Now the pitch. Low misses a four-seamer at 91 miles an hour. 2-0 the count. Expect to see Keuchel in the bottom of the sixth, possibly into the seventh if all holds true. Now a slider hits at the knees, 2-1 the count. The Royals into the bullpen again early in this game. Sox have pretty much everybody available. The only relief pitchers that went last night were Herrera and Kopech. 2-1 pitch on the way. Inside two-seamer misses, 3-1 the count. Mandrigal's on deck. McCann takes a little bit bigger lead over at second. I don't think he's going anywhere, but he's anticipating something. Swung on and sent over to short. Mondesi's going to try to start the double play. Angle almost takes him out at second base, but can't get to Merrifield, who sidesteps him. He went directly into second. No contact made. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning now with Merrifield leading off against Dallas Keuchel. 2-0 White Sox. First pitch, a strike down the middle of four-seamer. 0-1 the count. Merrifield currently ranked 10th in the All-Star vote at second base. That's on name alone based upon this season, that's for sure. A changeup inside, 1-1. One one. He's not a top 10 second baseman in the American League right now. He's had a rough season. He swings at that one, a two-seamer outside, way outside. He's all discombobulated. Went well out there for something that he had no chance at. 1-2 and two the count. Keiko quickly into the wind. Misses outside on a changeup, but I think he's trying to get him to chase. 2-2. Two and two. Dallas looks in. The delivery. Swung on and fouled off a cut fastball down the first base line. Keuchel sits on 87 pitches here in the bottom of the sixth with no outs. And a 2-0 lead. 
The 2-2 pitch. Swung on and chopped over to short. It's going to be a slow roller. Anderson's got to move. He gets him. He was close. Nice pick by Abreu on a big stretch. And there's one gone here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Soler comes to the plate. He's 0 for 2, and he fouls that one back. Little chopper. 0-1 the count. Keuchel, pitch number 90 on the game here with one out in the sixth. Has a light fly ball out in the right field. Adam Engel trots over and will make the catch on the run. There's two gone now in the bottom of the sixth inning. Here comes Hunter Dozier. He's 0 for 1. He's got to walk in the second inning. He's made one really good defensive play, stopping a run from scoring. He's also made a boneheaded play that he got an error for, but luckily for him, and unluckily for the White Sox, we could not capitalize. Sitting 264 as he stands in, with two outs in the bottom and a sixth and nobody on. First pitch from Keuchel, a slider on the outside corner goes for a strike. Owen won the count. Dozier, one for 13 with six strikeouts, lifetime against Dallas Keuchel. Lifts this one out in the left field. Jimenez trots back. Now he looks up, but he will catch it before he gets to the track. A deep fly out. But the White Sox go 1-2-3. Nice inning there. After six, we're leading this one 2-0. Nick Madrigal leads off the top of the seventh inning. The second baseman's one for three in this game with a solid hit his last time up. Unable to come around and score. The lefty, Kalish, throws one low for ball one. Barlow and Stalmont, two righties for the Royals, warming up in their bullpen. Ciszek and Fry warming up for the White Sox. Fouled off down the first baseline, a fastball in in the zone, one and one the count. Two nothing Sox. They've scattered a few hits here by the Royals, done a good job. Only once have the Royals got a player to second base offensively. Dallas Keuchel has been solid. He has the quality start, shut out through six. He may appear in the seventh. That's still up for debate. And they got a very well-rested bullpen waiting. And outside four, Seamer misses two and two. Ciszek, who's warming up out there, is right up at the top of the list right now for relief pitchers going to the All-Star game. I had one person tell me that he's almost a shoo-in as long as he doesn't blow up here in the next month. A 2-1 pitch fouled off. The count is even at two. Sent out into shallow right field. Merrifield's actually going to go back and wave off Solaire coming in and make the catch on this flyout. One gone here in the top of the seventh inning. Jose Abreu will now come to the plate with one out in the top of the seventh. 262, 824 OPS. It's not really the statistical line for a guy in the three-hole in your lineup. I don't think Abreu is probably that guy anymore. But you also are rolling right now as a team. And if you mix things up, you might screw up somebody else. So right now, Renteria, as long as this team is rolling, and Abreu is still doing a very good job driving in runs, I believe he's going to stay in the three spot for now. 
other guys you could consider moving in there. The idea that Moncada can go from the four spot to the three spot. And you can move up Jimenez to the four spot, although that was an experience. You then drop Abreu to five, likely. That would be a weird thing to see. Two on count, the pitch on the way. High and tight, a changeup misses three and one. Makata's hitting 318 with 10 homers and 35 RBIs. I think another thing the White Sox would have loved to have had happen is the idea that Luis Robert would start hitting so well he could move up into that two spot behind T.A. As Abreu walks on an outside pitch, he's down the first base. Then Grandal could even fall back into the middle of the order with Moncada. Jimenez could stay where he is. Abreu falls even further back. But like I said, right now, it's not like he's a slouch at the plate. But the 265 average is a little low for a three-hitter on a team. Moncada comes up and rips the first one in the center field. He's been so anxious today. That's a base hit. He has swung at the first pitch and made contact. And all but one at bat. Two for four now on the day. Runners at first and second. And here comes Jimenez. And here's a guy that with the 264 average, it's very hard to argue why you would move him up and send Abreu down right now. If he's hitting in the 280s and the 290s, and he starts stroking the ball out of here a little bit more, then maybe you can have the discussion. The pitch on the way. Lifted high in the right field. That is a big high fly ball. Camped underneath it is Solaire. Nobody's going anywhere. There's two gone. Encarnacion is going to come to the plate. Now they walked in the last time to get to McCann. And it didn't pay off. This time, he's 0 for 1 with the two walks. One of them intentional. And he's up at the plate. Two outs here. Top of the seventh inning. Halish on 25 pitches out of the pen. Sends one outside, a two-seamer, and misses 1-0 the count. On deck is McCann. He already has two RBIs in this game as the White Sox lead 2-0. The pitch on the way. Swung on a chopped foul, count even at one. They're going to check the runner, Abreu, and come to the plate. Slow chopper goes just foul before it's fielded by the third baseman. One and two the count, two outs, tap of the seventh inning. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed a four-seamer in on the hands. He tied him up. Royals out of that inning. They're happy, but the White Sox still lead. Two runs on nine hits, beating zero runs on four hits and an error midway through the seventh. Dallas Keiko is going to come out and continue to pitch. He'll face Sal Perez here in the seventh inning. He throws a changeup. Low for ball one, 1-0 one the count. Keuchel is going to get an extra day of rest with a day off on Monday before it comes around to him again. As that pitch misses low and away, 2-0 the count. The bullpen's ready. But when your starter's throwing a shutout so far, you give him a chance if he tells you he's ready, but he's 3-0 quickly now to Perez. And that's not what you wanted. It's funny how this happens. You get to the seventh inning, and sometimes these guys lose all their control. They feel good. And he walks the leadoff guy. We'll see if Renteria comes out to get him now. As he's going to face Franco. 
Franco, the DH, hitting 235, seven homers and 22 RBIs. He's 0 for 2 in this game. Keuchel is going to pitch to him. Here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Swung on and fouled off a two-seam fastball down the middle, 0 and 1 the count. O'Hearn's on deck, the lefty. As we head towards the bottom of the order here for the Royals. The pitch on the way. Misses outside on a two-seamer, one and one. Now he almost hits him with a cut fastball, two and one the count. Keuchel, I know you want to be a warrior here. And I know Ricky Renteria wants to give him a chance. But he does not look like he has the zone all of a sudden after a very good six innings in this game. Runner's going to go. The ball is fouled off. They tried to hit and run with Perez. Keuchel got him to foul that off. The count is even at two. Coming out of the song in the seventh inning, fans are always pumped. They're pumped right now. This one's fouled off a slider on the outside corner. Two and two the count. Count is even. Franco at the plate. Perez on first. Three and two as that one misses high. With O'Hearn on deck. It's a big payoff pitch here as the White Sox have led this game 2-0 all day long. Two-seam fastball fouled off. Count remains 3-2. Ball boy comes down and gets that one as it rolled onto the field. Another payoff pitch on the way to Franco with no outs here in the bottom of the seventh. Swung on and missed the changeup. It's fouled back. A very long at bat here against a pitcher that has 104 pitches on his arm at this point. Count full again. The pitch. He misses low and inside. Franco took it. The first two around with a walk. They're going to come out here and see Dallas. I think that's going to be it. Here comes Ricky. Keiko comes off the mound. He's annoyed. Because, you know, you're telling your manager, I'm ready to go. All indications are he's got plenty of energy and plenty of confidence in himself going into that inning. And he didn't have anything. Jace Fry is going to come in. He's been pitching really well lately. 2-2 two and two record, 24 games, 16 and a third innings, a 3.31 ERA, 24 strikeouts to 8 walks. Righty's hitting 200 against him. Lefty's hitting 120. O'Hearn, the lefty, will be the first one that he faces. And after that, Phillips, the lefty. So he's done very, very well against lefties. He'll get Mondesi after that, unless he can induce a double play ball here. Runners at first and second and no outs. That one misses right on the corner. 1-0 inside to O'Hearn, who's an 0 for today. Ciszek continues to warm out there. The Sox have a 2-0 lead, but are in danger of giving it up. The pitch on the way. Inside cut fastball misses 2-0. Fry needs to find the strike zone. Here comes the pitch. He gets the strike at the letters. 2-1 the count. It was obvious O'Hearn was not going to swing until he found it. Which is a smart thing to do with relief pitchers. You don't know what they're going to be like when they first get out there. The pressure is on him. Next pitch swung on and fouled off. Count even at 2 now. The cut fastball low and away. He got just a piece of it. Big pitch coming up here. 2-2 count. Two men on. No outs. Swung on and rifled on the first baseline. Foul into the tarp as night has fully fallen here in Kansas City. Fans are on their feet. Fouls off a changeup low and away. Count remains even at two. Phillips stands on deck. The tying runs on first here in the bottom of the seventh for the Royals. Fry checks the runners. Swung and a missed. 
Cut fastball down the middle. O'Hearn is frustrated with himself. That was right down the middle. He just could not catch up to it. Behind on the swing. Looking for something else. Nice call there by McCann. After working in and low, and then low and away. Brett Phillips is two for two with two singles. Average up to 205. The lefty takes an inside four-seamer for ball one. One and oh the count. Double play ball would be huge here for the White Sox. Not a lot of speed on base. This is low and outside with a curveball, 2-0. Phillips hits 0-79 with runners in scoring position, at least for this season. Checks Perez at second, the pitch. Misses low on a curveball, 3-0, and what are we doing with this guy? He's not a good hitter. Keiko walked him earlier in the game. It didn't make a lot of sense. We're treating him like he's Babe Ruth. Hits around 200. He's been doing it all year. The pitch on the way. Gets the zone on a four-seamer. 96 miles an hour. Jace Fry has a 3-1 count. One out, bottom of the seventh inning. 3-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and sent down the first baseline. Foul into the stands. Phillips looped that right over his first base coach's head. Count is now full, three and two. One out, bottom of the seventh. Two on, the pitch. Swung on and missed, he got him. Cut fastball high. He was in the zone. Phillips swings underneath it. McCann talking to his pitcher. Fry has come in and struck out the first two he faced, two lefties. That was his job. He has to face one more under the rules. It'll be Aldoberto Mondesi. Keiko gave Mondesi trouble. He's 0 for 3 with a strike on the fifth, so he gets a different lefty here. And the first pitch, a strike right down the middle at 92 miles an hour. Two-seamer, 0-1 the count. So after being kind of nitpicky on the first two, throwing him outside, giving him the first two pitches as balls, he goes right after Mondesi was taking, gets the easy strike. Now he misses low, 1-1 the count. Mondesi hitting 163 on the season with runners in scoring position. The Royals got two on right away with walks from Dallas Keuchel, the starter. Fry has struck out the next two. Chop back foul. The count is one and two. Jace Fry. Now is Mondesi one and two with two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning. The pitch on the way. Almost gets that one. They wanted it. McCann held it for a while. Looked like it was below the letters and in the strike zone. Didn't get the call. 2-2 pitch. Now down low on a two-seam fastball. The count is full at 3-2. and two. Alex Gordon is scheduled to come up. It could be C-Shack facing him or they might let Fry do it. But he has been the most dangerous hitter on this Royals team in this series so far. Full count. Pitch on the way. Chopped down the third baseline. Fair ball. One run is going to come in in the form of Perez. It is two to one as they celebrate here in Kansas City. Bad speed on board. Has it still first and second as Mondesi gets the hit down the line out of the reach of Moncada. They're going to come out now and have a big meeting on the mound. Renteria's out there. The infielders are set up behind the mound in their own little discussion. Fry's thrown 19 pitches so far. He struck out the first two. He had the other guy three and two. They may be trying to figure out what they want to do here and how they want to approach this. 
They're going to go get Steve Ciszek. Now, the numbers say stay with the lefty. But Jace Fry has never proven to be a guy that goes more than three to four batters. He wears out quickly. He's been working on that. You have a lefty coming up, but Ciszek has lefties hitting 110 against him. So you take that into account. You bring him in here against Alex Gordon with two outs in the bottom of the seventh and two on. The pitch on the way. First pitch is fouled off down the first baseline. It was in the zone. It was real good. It was a slider low and away. 0-1 count. Two outs, bottom of the seventh. Two to one White Sox. Now a sinker misses low. Count is even at one. Ciszek sets and delivers. Fouls that back. Count is one and two. Mondesi is quick, but he's blocked right now on the base paths by a much slower runner in Franco. Ciszek has Gordon one and two. The right-handed sidearm pitcher with two outs delivers. Soft fly ball into center field. Robert gets in and will make the catch. The sacks get out of the inning, only giving up one run. Steve Ciszek bails out. Jace Fry, who bailed out. Dallas Keuchel, a team effort to only give up one there after 7-2-1 sacks. In the top of the eighth inning, James McCann will come up. Three for three with a double, two singles, and two RBI. I would anticipate Steve Ciszek possibly coming back out in the eighth inning. Aaron Bummer also probably going to start warming up here shortly. Actually, Bummer and Colome warming up right now out there. 0-1 to McCann. Halish remains in the game. He throws a slider inside, swung on and missed, 0-2 the count. Sachs got two on a McCann base hit that drove into. And that's been the only offense so far in this game. A couple of plays at the plate did not go their way. Ground ball up the middle, another base hit for McCann. So he was a good start today, four for four. He's on base. Sox could put some speed on right now if they want to. That might be something to consider here with a one-run game. Then again, Grandal getting a day off is a good thing for this team. You'd have to bring him in and have him catch a little bit. McCann's going to stay out at first. An outside changeup misses 1-0 the count. Tonight, 19,500 here at the ballpark at Kauffman Stadium. As the White Sox look to take the second game in this series in their fifth in a row. Get a nice win streak going here. 2-0 now to angle. The pitch. Hits the outside corner with a slider, 2-1. No outs, top of the eighth inning. The leadoff man on in the form of James McCann. The eight-man angle up, and then Robert, the nine. A low four-seamer misses, 3-1 the count. The 3-1 pitch. Swung on and sent over to second base. They're going to try to start two. McCann pushed out of the baseline. They're not going to get angle over at first base. And so a fielder's choice. And there's one out here in the top of the eighth inning. And speed now on first base. And Luis Roberts up. 0 for 3 in this game. First pitch on the way. A strike on a four-seam fastball. The next offering. Chopped down the first baseline foul. Quickly 0-2. And when you're 0-2, it takes a lot of possibilities out. You don't want to start... 
a hit and run here because he has to swing or Angle could be hung out the dry. Angle's a pretty good base dealer. This one's grounded over to second base. They're going to put the tag on Angle, but unable to throw out Robert. So Merrifield running towards second, reaches his glove out and gets him. He got spun around on contact with Angle because he ran into him. By the time he recovered, Robert was down the first base. So two outs here on two fielder's choices. Tim Anderson comes to the plate and a slider low. Somehow goes for a strike, and that was a bad pitch. It was clearly a ball. So T.A. gets one called well below the knees for strike one. Owen won the count with two outs. Robert takes off. That pitch is a strike. Luis Robert is safe at second base. So he steals second, but it's 0-2 now to T.A. That was a close play. Sal Perez has a gun on him. Robert barely gets in there. 0-2 count. Two outs, top of the eighth inning. Runner on second base. For T.A., it was one for four. Inside pitch misses. One and two. A low changeup misses. Two and two the count now. Nick Mandrigal stands on deck. The pitch. Misses low again. A changeup. Three and two. So he had him 0-2. The runner got on second, and now he seems to be pitching around him. Count is full at three and two. Nothing near the zone. The last three pitches. Robert with a lead. Checks him. The pitch. Swung on and sent down the first baseline. Just foul. T.A. or reset with another payoff pitch here. Two outs in the top of the eighth inning. And Robert on second, 2-1 White Sox. And he gets ball four and a changeup that I'm going to tell you right now was more of a strike than a couple of the pitches called strikes that weren't. And there's an argument going on now as Kalish is showing the strike zone with his arms towards the umpire. And I can't believe... They're going to throw him out of the game. Kalish is ejected for arguing balls and strikes, and Scott Barlow is going to come in. 16 games, 14 innings, 7.07 earned run average. Another lefty pitcher thrown out there against the White Sox. They decided it's going to be all lefties tonight. Nick Mandrigal's one for four with a single in the fifth inning. Actually, I'm sorry, he's a righty. He's holding the glove in the other hand during the meeting on the mound. So the righty Barlow with the pitch. Outside curveball misses, 1-0 the count. Luis Robert on second base has 28 stolen bases so far. He has stolen them successfully at a rate of 90.8%. Swung on and rifle out in the right center field. That's going to get down. Robert comes around third base. He is going to score. Anderson's in the third. He will hold. Mandrigal's in with a double at second as the ball comes in, and the White Sox lead this game 3-1 on an RBI double from Nick Mandrigal. He takes it right into the right center field gap on a line shot. It almost got by Phillips out in center field and got to the wall. That would have scored Anderson. Instead, Mandrigal in on a head first slide to second base, and Anderson in at third. The Sox get an insurance run. They're up 3-1. Two-run lead yet again here with two outs. And Abreu's up 0 for 3 with a walk in the 7th. Takes a strike down the middle with two on. And this is his job here. This is what we're talking about. He's been underperforming in this position. When it comes around here, he has to do something. A low slider misses 1 and 1. The average in the 260s is just not what you expect from a number 3 hitter. He has been good this year, but not number 3 hitter good. As a low curveball misses 2 and 1. Meanwhile, though, Jose Abreu... Up towards the top in the All-Star voting at first base. Runners on second and third. 
Slider swung on and missed two and two. A base hit's going to score both of them. Mandrigal is quick. The 2 2 pitch. Fouled off a slider low below the knees. Count's still even. Into the line and the pitch. Swung on and sent on to right field. That's a base hit. Mandrigal's going to come around. He will actually stop about a third of the way down the line as Solaire unloaded his cannon towards home plate. And he was being held up on that. Now it would have been close. Ball got out there too quickly to Solaire. That's an RBI single for Abreu. And the Sox lead this game 4-1. to one. So the Royals had hope. And the White Sox are trying to dash that immediately. And here's Yoan Moncada, 2-4. for four, Two singles and a run score batting from the left side for the first time tonight. He takes a two-seamer right down the middle. 0-1 oh, the count. 3.21 average, slugging 5.52 in that four spot for the White Sox this year. Started off in the two spot. That's what Ricky Renteria wanted. But the White Sox had a hard time finding a four hitter. Grandal tried it. Did terribly. Jimenez tried it. Did terribly. Both of them had big slumps. And when they got moved around, everything went better. And this team started to take off. This one's rifled out in the left field. Tailing away. That's going to get down in the corner. Everybody's running around the bases here. One runs in. Abreu over to third. Moncada standing on second. It's 5-1 White Sox as they have unloaded now on the Royals with two outs here in the top of the eighth inning. And a 2-1 game is now a 5-1 game with runners at second and third. This offense, you cannot sleep on the White Sox. Royals must have felt like they were in control this game. They can't feel like they're in control now as a slider hits the strike zone. Low and in against Jimenez, who's one for seven in the series. One for three tonight. Slider misses low and away, one and one. Slider swung on and missed, one and two to count. You know, Kalish starts arguing balls and strikes, gets thrown from the game. Barlow was warming, but you have to wonder, was he 100% ready? He does strike out Jimenez there, swinging on a pitch right down the middle. He beat him just through the gas. That's the end of the inning, but midway through the eighth, we're now leading 5-1. Steve Ciszek's going to remain on the mound now with a four-run lead, and Whit Merrifield comes to the plate, and the first pitch is a high four-seamer that misses 1-0. Now a sinker low and away fouled off. 1-1 the count. Sinker low and inside, 2-1 and one the count now. Merrifield's 0 for 3. Been slumping lately. The 2-1 pitch. On the way. Misses low on a slider, 3-1 and one with Soler on deck. Think about last inning. Sox get a man on. Force out of second base, but Merrifield makes contact, kind of trying to spin the throw to get McCann with McCann. He backed into him. Angle's able to get the first base. Robert then comes up. It's a sharp ball. And when Merrifield comes over to get the play, runs into angle instead of the light tag, they get tangled. Robert's safe. Two possible double plays don't go for double plays. And then the Sox open it up in the eighth inning with all those runs. There's one gone now on that ground out to second base from Merrifield. And Solaire comes to the plate 0 for 3 with one out in the bottom of the eighth inning. First pitch outside, 1-0 the count. Game started off with the White Sox getting two runs on a James McCann. Base hit, scored two. Then everything stayed that way for innings. 
And in the bottom of the seventh, a lot of pressure put on as the first two get on for the Royals. But they only get one run in. Sox did a good job getting through that inning. Two and one now to count to Soler. Ciszek gets one on the inside corner, 91 mile an hour fastball, two and two. Then the game's two to one. Sox have two outs and put up a three spot on multiple base hits going through the middle of their order. And we sit at five to one right now in this game. That pitch was fouled off, two and two the count is. And now a low sinker just misses, count is full. Hunter Dozier's on deck with one out here in the bottom of the eighth. Ciszek checks the sign, sets, and delivers. Swung out and missed. He got him on a slider in the outside corner. Very pretty pitch. If Solaire does not swing, that's probably strike three anyway. Two gone here in the bottom of the eighth inning. White Sox currently on a four-game winning streak, going for five in a row in the first two games of this series against Kansas City. Last time the Sox faced the Royals, they swept them. Hunter Dozier's 0 for 2 with a walk in the second inning. 0 for 5 in this series. The third baseman stands in, takes a slider low and away that was close. 1-0 the count. Ciszek came in to get the final out of last inning. And then started the eighth. Outside pitch misses, 2-0. That was way outside. He's trying to see if he'll reach for something. Steve Ciszek currently the number one relief pitcher on the all-star projection list put out by MLB The Show 20. Two and one, the count now after that pitch. Low and outside, hit the corner. Now he comes inside, this one's deep down the third baseline, hooking foul. Two and two. Two outs, bottom of the eighth inning, four-run lead for the Sox. Two and two to Hunter Dozier. The pitch on the way. Just misses inside on the sinker, three and two, with Sal Perez on deck. Perez hit a bomb last night. Luckily, it didn't mean very much, but it was deep. That pitch is good for strike three. Dozier frozen on a sinker inside at the hips. He goes down disgusted, and we're through eight. Sox lead, 5-1. Josh Thalmont's going to come in for his ninth appearance for the Royals, only 6.2 innings pitch. A 5.40 ERA, 10 strikeouts, 4 walks. We have seen him warm up a lot over this entire season, but the Royals never seem to want to put him in a game. We're getting him here with Encarnacion coming to plate over 2 with 2 walks in this game. Into the wind and the pitch. A low 4 seamer misses. 1-0 the count. Aaron Bummer warms in the bullpen by himself. It has never been made official that Bummer took the closing job from Colome. But he has been used in the ninth inning more than Alex Colome in the last week. Four-seam fastball foul back one and one. The official word from Renteria is it's on a case-by-case basis. There are some lefties coming up here in the bottom of the inning. You could also make the argument it's not really a closing or save situation with a four-run lead. One and one, the count to Encarnacion, a four-seamer. Hits the zone, one and two. They're going to say he went around on that. Edwin doesn't agree, but he'll get back in the batter's box. The one-two pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. He struck out on a curveball, low and in. There's one gone here in the top of the ninth inning for the Sox. Sox have another one here tomorrow. And then that ends a three-game road trip 
And they head right back to Chicago for Detroit. And then a day off. They had hit some trouble going into the series this past weekend against Minnesota. They had had a very, very difficult week. They had won only four out of their last ten going into that series. They swept the Twins, arguably the best offense in all of baseball and one of the best teams record-wise. And they won last night here after a day off on Monday. McCann lifts this one out deep in the left field. It will be caught, though, a few feet in front of the track. There's two gone here in the ninth inning. And Adam Engel will step up to the plate. He's one for four at the single in the fourth inning. He got a 293 average and five home runs. And has taken the starting spot from Nomar Mazzaro in the last couple weeks. Mazzaro was a starter playing every day and struggled. A platoon was set up where Engel only went against left-handed batters. Mazzaro continued to struggle. Then the decision was made, let's give him every day at bats no matter what. Maybe that's what the problem is. They went back to every day, and he continued to struggle. I think he had one week in there where he hit close to 300 for that week. The average is below the Mendoza line, and he has not seen the ball field now in nearly a week. Two and one the count now as that one's outside. Sox are not tied to him. They have control, but they can always decline arbitration. And in the end, what it cost them was a prospect that a lot of people didn't even know was going to make it to the majors. And if he did, it was going to be years from now. So it was a calculated risk. And we're not saying Nomar Mazar is done on this team. But he's going to have to work his way back into the roster. Or Adam Engel or somebody else is going to have to get injured for him to do it. 3-2 pitch on the way. Swung on and down the third base line. That is a foul ball. Engel was off like a shot. Dozier pushed it in the foul territory. They're going to say the ball was foul when he touched it. Close play there. Now he swings and misses at a two-seam fastball below the knees. He's down on strikes. So the White Sox go down one, two, three in the top of the ninth inning. But the Royals trail by four. And Aaron Bummer is coming out of the pen to finish this off. Aaron Bummer, this is his 30th appearance. One and one record. He's got four saves, seven holds, 30 and a third innings pitch. ERA of 2.08, 47 strikeouts to seven walks. Opponents are hitting an average of about 150 against him, depending on what side of the plate they're at. Here's Sal Perez. He's on the right side of the plate, and the four-seam fastball misses on the outside corner. One and oh. It's a 94-mile-an-hour fastball from Bummer. The lefty into the wind delivers a sinker at the knees, called the ball two and oh. Bummer's next pitch is a strike, cut fastball, high and inside, 2-1 and one the count. Aaron Bummer broke out last year, one of the premier lefties in baseball, the way he pitched. White Sox gave him a long-term deal, eating up all of his years of control with a couple of options there at the end that give them a very good deal if he pans out to be what they think he is. A sinker low and away is fouled off, 2-2 two and two the count now. For Bummer, it's security and not having to worry very much. For the White Sox, it's also security. And they're not really on the hook for too much if somehow the wheels fell off on Bummer. And sometimes you got to trust your scouts. You watched him all year. Do you think he's good? I do. Sox do as well. Two and two the count to Perez. Misses outside on a sinker. Count is full with Franco on deck. Remember, Perez and Franco were walked by Keiko in the seventh inning. The Sox struggled in that inning and gave up a run. It could have been more. 
This one's fouled off a sinker on the outside corner. Three and two as Perez protects. He's 0 for 2 with a couple of walks in this game. The pitch on the way. Swung on a chop down the third baseline. Mankata's going to charge it. He's got a tough play over at first, and he gets him. Perez was hustling down the line. Mankata had to come in about a third of the way towards home plate from third base, right on the line. And then he had to set his feet and stop before he made that throw. One gone here in the bottom of the ninth inning. And Franco takes an outside sinker, 1-0 the count. The 1-0 pitch. Sent down the first baseline foul. Count is even at 1. 1-1 one one the count. 1 out. Bottom of the ninth inning. Sox lead 5-1, trying to put this game away. Michael Franco is 0-2. for 2. He takes a high-cut fastball. 2-1 the count. For anybody that thinks it's automatic that Bummer's the closer the rest of the year, remember this. The Twins scored runs off him in two of his saves over this past weekend on home runs. But luckily, he still had the lead after the ball cleared the fence. Sinkers fouled off 2-2. Two and two. The Royals not going down easy in Bummer. 13 pitches so far as a 2-2 count, one out. Swung on and missed a sinker away. He went for it. Bummer's got those guts where he'll throw a pitch out of the zone that would have been ball four because he believes you are going to go for it. Effectively wild there. Two gone. And here's Ryan O'Hearn. The lefty steps up with two outs at the bottom of the ninth inning. He's 0 for the series. And a high four-seam fastball misses. 1-0 the count. Got a 2.05 average. The lefty stands in. He's the first baseman for this Royals team. If you remember in 2018, he had a very short amount of playing time and he looked really good in a short sample size. He was the darling of fantasy baseball players who went out and grabbed him thinking they had the next big thing they could get in later rounds. He was not the next big thing. One and one the count. This one's fouled off. One and two. Two outs, two strikes. Bomb at the ninth inning, four-run lead. Bummer into the delivery. Swung out and missed. It hits the ground, so McCann will flip it over to first base. And the game is over. White Sox win this one. They've won four in a row now. They reach their high-water mark. The most games above 500 they have been all season long. And the entire infield gets together at second base and shakes hands like gentlemen. Is this a new celebration I'm seeing? Haven't seen that one before. They're all lined up there waiting for the outfielders to come in, and now they're going to shake hands with them. A lot of handshakings. Yes, sir. Gentlemen, they're having fun out there. This team is having fun. I think the Minnesota Twins series really showed them that they're in this thing, and now they get to go to Kansas City, and they have beaten the Royals in the first two games, and they'll go for yet another sweep and six in a row tomorrow here in Kansas City before they head home. You have an upbeat team that got five runs on 13 hits tonight and held Kansas City to one run on five with an error. Dallas Keuchel, six innings pitched, four hits, three walks, six strikeouts, and an earned run gets the win. He is your player of the game. James McCann goes four for five with a double and two RBIs. Yo-Yo Moncada, three for five with a double and RBI and a run scored. Nick Mandrigal, two for five with a double and an RBI. 
and a run scored, and Luis Robert might have gone 0 for 4, but he found his way on base and got a big run for the White Sox and moved his way around on the base paths late in that game as that inning started to open up. He also played very good defense out there. The White Sox win this game. They will face the Royals tomorrow. Alex Gordon's really been their best player. We'll see what he does tomorrow against this White Sox team and Dylan Cease. This is all brought to you by Cork and Carey at the Park, 33rd and Princeton. Support a Southside business. When you see those tables out there and they're running that patio when they're finally able to open up, you make sure you get over there and have a cold one. We'll get over there as well. Don't forget, you can get the food at CorkandCarryAtThePark.com or direct on Grubhub. My name is Chris Lanuti, and this is the podcast for fans by fans that has been giving you every game of the 2020 season simulated and will continue to do it every day since opening day. This is Socks in the Basement. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always on SocksInTheBasement.com.